Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 447. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about the most common misconception people have around money. And this is something I love to talk about because I think that there's great advice out there and there's some advice that maybe isn't so great. But in my experience, there's definitely things that work and things that don't work. And so I only want to share with you the things that work. And since you're here and I'm your wealth mentor, I want to share with you today a really appropriate example of the difference making the right decisions can make. Because I really do believe that your financial future and the way your life turns out financially is a series of decisions that you make. And making the right decisions rather than some decisions which will not benefit you, which we all make and and no one's perfect and you can't always make exactly 100% the right choices, of course. But if you know some of the major right decisions that are going to get you closer to your financial goals, to your end destiny of having enough for retirement or being able to retire early or having enough to buy your house or paying off your debt, whatever your goals are, if you know the right steps to take that are going to get you closer to that goal, then certainly I want you to know what those are because there are some that are definite and are going to help you move in the right direction. And there are some that are definitely going to move you away from having your goals. So this example I gave on my Instagram page, and I also talked about it on the Money Tree podcast, because it's such a simple example, but yet it is so appropriate. And this actually came out of my new You're Already a Wealth Heiress, Now Think and Act Like One book, Six Practical Steps to Make It a reality now. And that book is coming out in September. And I wanted to share with you some of the examples that I gave in that book, because really the whole purpose, my purpose, my purpose in life, my purpose with this book, my purpose with this podcast is to make wealth building simpler, to make it easier. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but if you can understand the steps and you can understand and check them off in my wealth checklist, if you can understand how to overcome whatever obstacles are facing you, then you're going to have a much better chance of achieving those goals. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today is how making those right decisions are going to get you closer to your goal. So here's what I said on my Instagram page. The most common misconception people have about personal finance is that all you have to do is not spend money and somehow you're going to magically end up wealthy. I see a lot of people talking about just spend less than you make and boom, that's somehow the big secret. Well, that's not the big secret because most people cannot save enough money to ever become wealthy. 
it's just you'd have to make millions and then live on that and then save some of that to have millions left over, right? So you're not gonna become wealthy just from spending less than what you make. There's something else that has to enter into this equation and that's what I wanted to talk about because you have to invest and grow it so the money can compound and earn more money for you. And that's the whole thing about wealth. Wealth and compounding are synonymous. So here was my example about two people making the same amount of money who end up in two very different places. And I purposely used not a big income for people in America, $40,000 a year. And I use that number because I wanted it to be within your reach in your lifetime to possibly reach a million dollars plus because that's often people's goal is they'd like to cross that million dollar mark. So in this example, I have two people each earning $40,000 a year but making very different choices with their money that lead to very different results. One person saves 2.8% annually, which is the real savings rate in America. Stunning, 2.8% is all it is. We always, when I was growing up, heard about saving 10% first and then spending what you had left over, but saving that first 10% for yourself. I try to get people to be even bigger savers than 10% because that's a huge important part about wealth building. But let's just say that one person saves 2.8%, the average savings rate in America, which is about $1,120 a year, which by the way, is less than $100 a month. That's a total of $33,600 saved over 30 years. If you put that in a bank account, you earn say 2%, in 30 years, your money would grow to $48,374. Now, the other person earning $40,000 a year is a great saver and investor, and they save $5,500 a year, which is the maximum you're allowed in an IRA if you're under age 50, and they average the long-term historical rate in the stock market about 10%, and they invest for 30 years, their money is going to grow to a million ninety-one thousand dollars So one person has over a million dollars, the other person has $48,000. These people made the exact same amount of money per year. Do you see how it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you save and invest and compound that is going to make the difference for you. So if one person isn't knowledgeable about investing and they just stash their money in a bank account and the other person becomes knowledgeable through learning and study and listening to podcasts and being attentive to their finances, wanting to learn more about these things and get comfortable with these things because Nobody's naturally comfortable with buying investments. Nobody starts out that way. I didn't start out that way. You have to learn it and you have to become used to it and you have to experience things as an investor, experience real fear, real fear when the market has wide swings at times and know that that's part of being an investor. But also that the reason why you can get the higher returns is because of the fear. That's why you can get to a 10% average annual return. It's baked into 
being able to earn the higher return. And that's what people don't realize is you get paid for that. You get paid for being an investor and being able to endure some of those scary times, which all investors have to face. But investing for the long term is the way to overcome that. And having a long term perspective, investing as soon as possible so you have time on your side to be able to compound for more years, that's what's going to overcome some of the fear, some of the, even financial mistakes that you might make, or even investing mistakes that you might make, is to have that long term horizon. It's when you have a short-term horizon and you are trying to invest for something that you're not actually giving it enough time. You know, it's like trying to bake a cake in the oven. You can't just turn up the heat and hope that it cooks faster. It just doesn't work that way. You have to cook it at the right temperature and leave it in for the required length of time. Same thing with investing. So over 30 years, we have one person grow their money to over a million dollars, the other person grow their money to $48,000. My question is, which one are you? Are you the person who is putting your money in the bank, avoiding learning about investing, avoiding learning what to do, hoping, wondering, praying, thinking, how am I ever going to have enough for retirement? How am I going to have enough for putting my kids through school? How am I going to have enough to buy a house? How am I going to have enough to pay off my debt? Whatever's on your mind. If that money's just being stashed in a 2% savings account per year, it's going to be harder to achieve your goal. But if you're investing, if you take the time to learn, if you learn about investing in index funds, if you invest in your 401k, if you take the time to learn, which if you do have a 401k, usually they do give you some education. There's a website that you can go to learn a little bit more. They usually have a representative who might come in and speak to you or through your HR department, you might get connected. You can learn and ask questions of that person about your account specifically. You can learn on the Be Wealthy and Smart podcast about asset allocation and how to invest in different funds to meet your objectives. You can certainly read and buy books and magazines that help you with investing. And the reason I wrote the Wealth Heiress book was really to help people get interested in investing and make it simple and break it down into doable steps, even creating a wealth checklist so you can check off the activities that you should be doing step by step and helping you address what are your obstacles and how do you overcome those obstacles? Because people often tell me, well, Linda, I can't do it because I'm too old. I'm starting too late. I don't have enough money. I don't make enough money. I don't know how to invest. There's all kinds of questions that people have, but they're all possible to overcome. If you want to, if you set your mind to it, you absolutely can do it. And that's really what I wanted to say in the book was number one, to make it more interesting because I think financial matters have been very dry and boring, too dry and boring, where we've turned off a whole lot of people, particularly women. So make it more interesting, talk about entrepreneurs who have made a lot of money, who started with nothing, started with less than nothing. I mean, there's stories in the book about a woman who grew up in China and worked in a factory, had no education, and ended up starting her own company and becoming a billionaire. I mean, the stories are amazing. These are real people, real stories. People aren't just born a billionaire. They aren't just born 
and they make every right decision ever, they have to learn. They have to overcome a lot of obstacles. And so I hope to inspire you and show you that that ability to grow wealth and be a wealth heiress is already within you. Just like a little seedling already has the ability to grow into a very tall tree, so do you have the ability to create wealth for yourself. That ability is already within you. You just have to pursue it. And so that's what I'm hoping to do and hoping to encourage you as your wealth mentor, you can do this, you can achieve your financial goals if you wanna become a millionaire, if you want to have financial independence, you wanna retire early, whatever your goals are, you can do this, you can do it. There's lots of people who have done it before you. There's lots of people who have been in worse circumstances than you're in, I promise you that. And you know, the first step to wealth is about creating a wealthy mindset. So first you have to get rid of that stinking thinking. (laughs) You have to believe that you can do this. You can set your mind to it and you can get it done and you can. And the example that I shared with you today that two people each earning $40,000 have very different outcomes in life, have very different lifestyles they can now afford, have very different ways of living and ways of affecting their children and their community and everything around them. It's gonna be completely different because of the decisions that they made not because one earned a lot more at their job, but because of the decisions that they made and they made the decisions moving them in the direction of wealth, moving them in the direction of financial independence and financial freedom. And that's what I want for you. I'm gonna be talking more about the Wealth Heiress book, but if you're interested in the details, you can find it on Amazon. It's available for pre-order now. I'll be launching it in September, so you'll be hearing much more about it and more stories from it, and possibly even direct readings from some of the book. But if you'd like to get some more daily tips, you can go to my Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash Linda P. Jones, where I give wealth tips, stories, quotes, advice, all kinds of interesting things going on over there that people are loving. So go on over and check it out. And please subscribe to the podcast. That little purple app on your phone is your podcast app. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. I love to hear from you and what you think. It means so much to me to have your review. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.